Hello, my name is Karen Hughes, and I am the Domestic Violence Clinical Services Coordinator for the Life Crisis Center, and I want to welcome you to Life Crisis Today. Getting into a relationship can be exciting and fun and a little bit nervous and nerve-wracking, but we're going to talk about what is a healthy relationship and what's not a healthy relationship. And with me today is Summer Miles, and she is the Prevention Coordinator for the Life Crisis Center. Welcome, Summer. Thank you for having me, Karen. Oh my gosh, getting into relationships. It, is, it can be fun and exciting, and it also can be a little bit anxious and nerve-wracking. Let's talk about relationships. And I know when you're starting to date somebody, it kind of has some stages to it. Yeah, absolutely. So I've been working a lot with middle schoolers and high schoolers, and believe it or not, they're starting to get the crushes and mm. kind of have those first relationships mm -hmm. as early mm -hmm. as middle school. Um, we're definitely, we see some different stages. It starts with a texting, talk. they call it talking. It's more of a texting, texting scenario. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they actually go to hanging out and then potentially dating. And dating is essentially putting a label on it, being exclusive. Hopefully they're not talking. You're my boyfriend, with, you're my girlfriend. You're my boyfriend, you're my girlfriend, mm -hmm. putting a label and kind of having an exclusivity about it. Right. So that's kind of the stages for it. Yes. What? Maybe we need to define what is a healthy relationship. What goes into being healthy in a relationship? Yeah, so definitely seeing those stages kind of progress in that order mm. is natural. And then you add like physical intimacy in there. Mm. And a lot of times that gets confused during the talking stage. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we skip a stage sometimes because we do start the, the yeah. intimacy stuff. Yeah, exactly. Especially in um, like the younger population. Mm -hmm getting those stages kind of all mixed up, mm -hmm. definitely uh, not what we want to see. But in a healthy relationship, it's really important to have communication, good boundaries, respect for one another. Overall, you have an autonomy of yourself. You have your own opinions. You're allowed to do what you want still, mm -hmm. see your friends, see your family, mm -hmm. um, and you're not necessarily answering to somebody. You respect the other person right. and their wishes, but you have that autonomy over yourself overall right. you stay your own person yes yes you're in a relationship i don't know about you but if i'm in a relationship i i see myself as a part of a couple mm -hmm. um when i'm in the relationship but when you're starting to talk with each uh, somebody you're not there yet yeah so how do i d identify myself and i have my boundaries and i am my own person yeah, exactly. So you definitely take on the identity of being in a relationship. Yes. Yeah. And you should act as if you're in a relationship. Right. That's part of having the label, but really to keep your own identity, because that's who you are first yes. and foremost. Um, not like it's okay to disagree. You're not going to like all the same things, mm -hmm. that sort of thing, to keep that own identity. Um, when we start to get into an unhealthy relationship where the boundaries are crossed mm -hmm. and lack of communication, especially at these younger ages, mm -hmm. they haven't established healthy communication skills right. in general. They're still learning it. So when we look at communication, there's healthy communication and unhealthy mm -hmm. communication. Then we start to get into unhealthy relationships. And I always explain it as these red flags we want to be aware mm -hmm. of in a relationship mm -hmm. and that kind of goes over pretty well with the middle schoolers and high schoolers. I guess there's some TikTok trends about red flags. Ah, so they, okay. Okay. They, pretty, they understand what I'm talking about right. when I say these are the red flags in a relationship. Okay. And that's kind of um, the isolation from family, isolation from friends, mm -hmm. not answering them right away. And 
Oh yeah, especially within seconds of、um, a text. Yes, yes. and then your get phone gets blown up with、mm -hmm. voicemails, missed calls, text messages, and whatnot if you don't answer.、Um, so that's kind of what we see as unhealthy.、Mm -hmm. These patterns.、Um, it's important that these patterns start as early as preschool, and I know we're not having crushes preschool. in preschool or whatever. But on the playground, if a boy is picking on a little girl,、oh, pulling、yeah. her pigtails, or making fun of her dress, it's a common response from adults to say, "Oh, it's because he likes you. He's just、mm. teasing you because he likes you." You know, even before the whole cuties thing, at a young age,、mm. typically females are told, "Oh, they're being mean to you because they like you." Right. That's their first somewhat experience with a relationship. It's okay to accept someone being mean. Correct.、Mm. So that being kind of your first experience with a relationship, that's going to create patterns、um, for you as you know you go on and continue、mm -hmm. to have more serious relationships. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.、Um, so okay, so that's preschool. All right, let's talk about like middle school and high school things that、um, we see that could be <sighs> weaponized or used against a person. Yeah. So specifically, some of those red flags we talk about.、Um, a big one is. The location service on your phone—it is a great safety feature.、Oh. It is great to know. I like to know when somebody's gotten home from. If we were out, make sure they've gotten home, or you know,、mm -hmm. making sure somebody got to school safely in the morning. Oh, I know. Or, I, I do with my adult children when they're going home. Let me know you got there. Let me know、yeah. you got there.、Yeah. Or、oh, I haven't heard from this person today. Check their location. Yep, they're at school where they're supposed to be.、Right. Okay, great. It is so easy for that to become weaponized, though, and we see it more and more. Like, hey, I want to know your location. Make sure you're safe. But then it gets used one time. Like, why are you here? You didn't tell me you were going there. Why are you here? Why are you at so and so's house? I don't like that person. Are you with this person? Where are you? You're out. You're not at home. It's Friday night. Once it's been flipped and viewed in that, like, I can keep tabs on you, and it's not just a safety right thing. Right. It's gonna continue to be viewed in that manner, and that's where it becomes a little bit dangerous, and that's like a huge red flag we、mm -hmm. don't want to be seeing. Yeah, because I think that can lead to the isolation that I can't be talking to、mm -hmm. this person or that person, and even like my mom or my sister, you、yeah. know, people who are in my life, and yet I'm supposed to not have conversations with them. Exactly, or be or, with them. Yep. Yeah.、Um, another one is the red receipts on text messages, like. If somebody were to tell you you have to have them on, because I want to know when you saw my message, because it gives a little timestamp when it was opened, right? And then I know you saw it 30 minutes ago. Why haven't you responded to me? And then that often leads into the like constant texting and always needing to be in communication with this right. person. Right. That's a huge red flag we see.、Um, and it could be the person's doing their homework. Oh yeah. Or they are working. Yes. Or I don't know. Taking a bath, all kinds、Literally、of things、anything. can happen. I was、right. sitting down having dinner, and、right. I'm not allowed to have my phone at the dinner table. Right. And it could be anything harmless, but typically your mind kind of goes to the worst case scenario, right?、Uh, which is normal. Yeah, it's normal, especially、bit. like, hey, that person hasn't texted me back.、Uh, are, they, are they okay? Are they, are、yes. they okay?、Mm -hmm. um, but when the blowing up the phone happens afterwards, like、mm -hmm. that's not okay.、Mm -hmm. um, And then another thing that we see that we don't want to be seeing is any kind of pressure on one of the parties in the relationship.、Mm. Hey, I'm going to this party. You need to be coming with me. Or hey, like I don't want you going to this party without me, kind of thing.、Mm -hmm. I don't want you hanging out with your friends without me. I want to know who's there. Or if you go out, you have to be texting me the whole、mm -hmm. time. 
Another um, one is send me a picture of who you're with. I want to see. Me. I want to see them too. And really, it's not that they want to see them; it's they want to know that you are where you are. Yep, I want to make sure you are where you are. And yep. you know, that's different when it's like a parent asking for, "Hey, can you send me a picture of you at so and so's house?" Right. Very different when it's you know your high school boyfriend making sure you're with who you said you're with. Um, and that even gets into like sending pictures if you're mm. not comfortable or. If you're not comfortable having certain conversations over the phone or in person or, you know, those different levels of physical mm -hmm. intimacy when there's mm -hmm. person applied, when there's pressure applied on one person, excuse right. me, um, we don't want to be, that's clearly right. a sign of an unhealthy relationship. Because right. it can lead into some things that are not safe. Oh, absolutely. Or it can really get you into trouble. Yes. You know, I'm thinking of some photos that could be taken. Yep. Could, very intimate photos. Yes. But then, oh my gosh, they can be used. They can be used, they can be weaponized, and then it gets into, we're all in high school, are we minors, are we consenting adults, you know, what's the limitations there? Um, so it's a really sticky situation that I say it's better right. off just to completely avoid and keep yourself safe altogether right. by not engaging in that kind right. of behavior. They also can then also um, use things to blow up like, well, you're bad at this, or, you know, um, minim um, degrading me if I'm, if I'm the victim. Mm. Oh, yeah. And, Using those to weapon again weaponize. I like that word weaponize mm -hmm. as to how it's changed into well, you're doing this wrong and you're that, and um, and makes me feel like I I'm I am a bad person. Yes, and that leads into really uh, very unhealthy relationships. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely does. Technology just kind of feeds into the unhealthy relationship totally. scenario. Totally. Mm -hmm. Well, let's go into technology because yes. oh my gosh, cyberbullying is totally out there. Yes. Um, you know, bullying's always been around yes. and it's always been a huge problem that yes. we've dealt with. You always talk about bullying. Everybody has a class bully. Everybody's been picked on at some point. When technology and social media kind of entered this bullying realm, things just escalated mm -hmm. exponentially. It used to be, you know, you had the lunchroom bully because it didn't really happen in the classrooms because teachers could watch. So it was the playground bully, lunchroom, mm -hmm. you know, before school care, after school care kind of thing. When you add technology into it, the bullying has been increased by hundreds of people now see it. Because it's anonymous, well, not quite anonymous, but it's, it's not, it can be anonymous. People right. create fake profiles right. all the time. So what people are saying is typically escalated because you know there's some confidence behind mm -hmm. the screen or behind mm -hmm. the keyboard that people have. I'm not in your face. I'm not in your face right. saying it to you. There's definitely yeah. you know a level of confidence that people are able to yeah. muster up to say what they want to say online. Um, it's being broadcasted to people now. So the mm. embarrassing thing that happened at the lunch table, well, now it's not just the people at the lunch table that saw it. It's getting posted online for hundreds, thousands of people to view, to share to their own followers, to comment right. on. Um, once it's there, it doesn't go away. So people don't typically forget about it in a week because it mm -hmm, recircles that social mm -hmm. media news cycle. And then the memories, you know, when you get that memory, remember this? Yep, the memory a, a, year later, a year later, two years later, five years later, yeah. Yeah, and it follows these students home. It's not right. just happening at school. Now it's happening at nighttime, at the dinner table, on the weekends, over holiday breaks. There's, no, one there's no break for it. Right. Yeah, it really is relentless, right. and that's why it's kind of a larger issue than we've ever seen before. Right. Yeah. So in technology, I know... Little ones are getting their hands on yeah on things, tablets, and mom's giving the phone over. Hey, here, entertain yourself. Yep. Um, but that can lead to, into uh, some major stuff. 
Yeah. Let's talk stages, like ages and stuff with mm -hmm. safety issues. Um, I don't know how early you want to start, but let's, yeah, yeah, you said it exactly. To like toddlers with, um, you know, YouTube videos or mm -hmm. different TV. Well, even learning the alphabet. I know I've, yes. I've helped my granddaughter with. Yes. yes, it can be a yeah, great educational a tool. tool. Right. It can be a great educational tool, but as um, children get older, you know, technology is always changing on mm -hmm. its own. Mm -hmm. What I had in high school technology is different than what the high school technologies are out now. Um, it's always changing. And then as kids get older, how they use technology changes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, infants, they're just kind of watching whatever's on mm -hmm. the screen. They might be talking at the TV, but mm -hmm. they're not really interacting with anybody right. online. Right. And then it gets into a little bit of video games where they can have conversations with people. Preschoolers can definitely. With people online. Oh, that's a little older then. Okay. Yep, a little bit older. Like maybe um, elementary school, Ele I'd yeah. say. Mm -hmm. Like the Roblox and Minecraft, mm -hmm. that kind of mm -hmm. thing. And then it gets into the Instagram and TikTok where you're not just like Googling videos on YouTube anymore. Now you're actually making videos. You're creating content. Yes. You're sharing content. And you're kids commenting. are very creative. They are creative. But at the same time, it can be used against them. Yes. Kids are creative. It's fun to watch some of the mm -hmm. little movies that they're making mm -hmm. and whatnot. But, you know, you have to realize they're not just, like, watching other people's videos. Now they're putting out their own content. Mm -hmm. And that brings a whole different level of, you know, concerns for mm -hmm. parents and teachers and their friends and whatnot. Um. As they get older, they're putting that out there, mm -hmm. and then it's a whole different level of safety concerns, like mm -hmm. I just said. Right. A big thing to keep themselves safe is they have to remember, once it's out there, it's out there forever. Adults don't even remember that <laughs> yes, one. Yes, they don't. <laughs> yes. um, they really don't. You can delete it from your page. Mm -hmm. That works. It no longer shows up under your page. Right. But, but if you shared it with me, I, now it's yep. on mine. Yep, now yeah. it's on your page. And you have no idea who took a screenshot of it mm -hmm. and sent it to 10 of their best friends. And then they sent it to 10 of their best friends. Um, and there's always going to be a digital footprint of it somewhere. Always. Especially, I hate to say, especially if it's something that doesn't belong on the internet. Right. People have a way of getting their hands on that. Mm -hmm. And I say, like, the bad stuff makes it 10 times further than the good stuff ever yes. will. Yes, um, Just because that's the nature of yeah. the internet nowadays. Yeah. And and that leads into like going into colleges, like applying for things. Mm -hmm. um, your coach might find things. Yep. Um, I'm not remembering everybody. Yeah. A good rule of thumb is if you'd be embarrassed if your grandmom saw it, if your coach saw it. How about when you went to church on Sunday and your pastor saw it? Mm. Um, would you want to go to school and have to explain it to your principal or mm -hmm. what have you? Um, if you'd be embarrassed if any of those people saw it, it probably doesn't belong on the internet. Right. Even if you have like a private account or you say, I'm not friends with them on Instagram or Snapchat, there's no way they could see it. Well, maybe you have your best friend's mom on your Instagram and she just so happens to be friends with your coach or mm -hmm. your principal. Mm -hmm. Well, as soon as she likes it, it has the potential to show up on yes, their page. Totally. So you really don't have as much control as you think, even if your profile's on like on private. On private, yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Even if it's on private, you don't have as much control as you'd think. Yeah. And who saw it? Well, let's do some tips. Okay. For safety. Yeah. Let's do for the, the students first, okay. and then we'll do the parents after. Okay. Okay. Yep. I so like what it. So what about the, the kids? The kids. So again, ask yourself, am I okay with all these people seeing it? Yes. 
Yes. First and foremost. Second, is there any personal information in here? It seems obvious, but addresses, um, telephone numbers, mm-hmm. like geolocations, mm-hmm. you don't realize. But there's different features on different apps to be able to literally pinpoint the coordinates at where either a picture was taken or where a picture was posted. Right. Especially if you're posting it somewhere and it may seem harmless. Right. You wanted to tag that you were at this arena for this concert. Well, now somebody knows exactly where you are. They know you're not home. They know who you're with. You know, they know you might be getting an Uber home from this place. There's a lot of information Mm -hmm. that you're revealing, even though you don't realize it. Um, A big one I like to remind students is your school schedules. It seems very harmless. You want to know who is in your lunch period. You want to know who you have homeroom with or math class with. By posting that online, you are giving people the exact location like sometimes like the school information's on there your teachers on mm-hmm. there the classroom numbers on there um day Talk by about day geotagging you can put yes what room and what at what where minute. you are yep people yes. know like you're leaving this classroom to go to this classroom you're going to take this place through the yes. hall and it seems harmless but unfortunately not everybody has good Bad intentions Um, And they could potentially use that to get information out of you, to harm you, or just even just scare you. Like, hey, I know you're going to be here at this date, this time. I need you to do this. Whatever it is, you're revealing a lot of information even though you don't realize it. Um, The back-to-school photos with, this is my name, this is my sport I play, telling them this is the school they go to, the grade they're in. Like, revealing a lot of information about a kid who, stranger danger, it could be used... Oh, totally. In a flip scenario. Um, And then another big one is you might think you know who you're talking to. It's your best friend's boyfriend at the rival school or at your neighboring high school. It's a guy you have a crush on. But do you really know who you're talking to? I mean, they've made a whole TV show out of it at this point with multiple seasons. Okay, you told me the name of that. I forget the name. Catfish. Catfish. And it is entertaining. I will say it's entertaining. But majority of the time... It's scary. They are not talking to who they say they are. Mm -hmm. Whether they're just using fake pictures and but the person's real. Whether it's like an older brother pranking a younger sibling. Mm. Whatever it is, you really... Before you start revealing stuff that could be embarrassing or just personal or private... Right. You really want to make sure you know who you're talking to. Yeah. And the correct solution is not to meet up with them no. to make sure that it's no. the right person. Yeah. Yeah. It's to ask for, um, just don't be talking to somebody online that you don't right. know in real life, right. pretty much. Yeah. All right, so that's the kids. Yep. Let's do some tips for the parents. Yep, so the parents. Yeah. This is a big one, and kids yeah. love it when I say, okay, now you have homework to take home to your parents. We've ah. talked about all these different scenarios and cyberbullying and whatnot. Right. And we always end it with every slide on a PowerPoint basically says, tell a trusted adult if this has happened to Mm -hmm, you. mm -hmm. We're really relying on them to get adults involved in any kind of potentially dangerous situation. Mm -hmm. But how do you be that trusted adult? Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's kind of the question that I always pose. Okay, I'm telling them to go to you as an adult. Mm -hmm. Now what? How are you going to respond? How Mm -hmm. are you going to be that trusted adult? Um. What makes somebody a trusted adult? Respecting boundaries. Mm. So, you know, those boundaries and good communication skills that make up a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. You have to be modeling that as Mm -hmm. an adult, Mm -hmm. um, especially if kids go home and they're seeing some kind of unhealthy relationship in the house. That's what they know. That's their foundation. Mm -hmm. So that's 
they're not going to view you as a trusted adult. Right. If somebody else is breaking boundaries and then right. you're breaking boundaries and it mm-hmm. just is a mess. Um, listening, actually listening to a kid, not just shutting them down. Right. Um, right. You know, and having a response, not just saying, okay, that's a Thanks high for schooler me. problem. Mm-hmm. Thanks for telling me. Mm-hmm. Like working with them to come up with a solution. Right. Being involved in what they're doing online, and that Mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily mean like I need to see every Instagram post before you post, but be friends with them on Facebook Mm -hmm. and Instagram, like their posts, maybe share their posts, just kind of know like who they're following is, Mm -hmm. what kind Mm -hmm. of stuff they're posting, Mm -hmm. if your kid's playing video games. I always call it being the helicopter mom. You don't want to be a helicopter parent, but you do want to be involved. Yes. You definitely want to be involved. And there's a difference between being a friend and being too involved versus being a parent. You kind of have to find what works for your family, being mm-hmm. that middle ground, um, you know, still like an authority figure. Right. But somebody they'd feel comfortable going to. Right. Um, being informed, like being OK, having uncomfortable conversations with your yes, kids. Saying the words. Yep. If your kid comes to you and says, oh, shoot. I took some pictures and sent them to somebody I shouldn't have. You're probably thinking, oh, what do I do with this? But knowing an appropriate way to respond and just being like, okay, this is where we're at. We can't change what happened. We're going to change, you know, where we go from here kind of thing. Right. Um, Modeling and explaining, you know, having healthy technology, not being the person blowing up somebody's phone or not Mm -hmm. saying, I checked your location. You're not where you said you are to your mm-hmm. friend or whoever mm-hmm. it is really using technology in a healthy manner yourself. Right. So you're modeling it to the kids. Yes. <clears throat> and lastly, the big one is appropriate punishments. Mm. And, you know, there is no right or wrong answer. Mm-hmm. But everybody thinks if, if your kid were to come to you and say, I think I just said something I shouldn't have online or I posted something online that I shouldn't have and it got out to the school. What do I do? Immediate response is, give me that phone, you're done. Right. That's what a lot of parents will do. Yep. Yep. Okay, I'll fix it right now. You just don't have a phone anymore. Yep. Oh, shoot, that's the worst thing to happen to a teenager. It's the worst thing they could imagine, being cut off socially, communication. Yeah, and now next time something happens or something goes wrong, they're certainly not going to go to you because now they know what's going to happen. Right. You're not that safe person that's going to constructively help them with this scenario. So unfortunately, that's like one of the worst things that can be done. Now there are extenuating circumstances where right. it's definitely warranted in some right. instances, but that shouldn't be the knee-jerk reaction to yeah. every time something happens on a phone. Right. So brainstorming with a child as to how, okay, how are we going to handle yes. this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what steps do we need to take to rectify it mm-hmm. or admit that you did wrong to someplace because yep. you may have to go and admit especially yes. if it's with the school you have to have to go and yep. take the consequences get ahead it. of things yeah. admit consequences it might be removing that social media app from your kid's phone for however right. long right. um but really having a constructive punishment yes. and conversation right. and not just right. taking away the phone right yeah yeah it is difficult yeah. And eventually, sometimes that taking away the phone might need to be needed. Yes. But that knee-jerk reaction is usually not the right one. Yeah. Extreme circumstances, definitely revoking phone privileges. Um, But, you know, maybe 
somebody got into a conversation, some things were said, okay, maybe we just charge phones in the kitchen now. You don't right. get phone privileges after 9 p.m. You don't get them in your room. With Like, mm-hmm. they have to be used at home where other people are around kind of thing. Right. Um, if something, maybe it's removing a laptop from a bedroom and mm-hmm. okay now you can only use it in the kitchen or right. in the living room you now have to do your homework out here yep right. that mm-hmm. kind of thing mm-hmm. um there's a lot of different right you know punishments that you yes. guys can come up with creatively what right. works for your family right but really avoiding just taking away the phone yeah. every time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't what are they going to learn i always think when the disciplining is what what does my child need to yes. learn in this situation so Taking away the phone, are they really learning anything? Mm-mm. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that, that could be a way to look at it as to what do they need in this moment. Mm-hmm. All right. We just went over a lot of information. Yes. Is there anything we've forgotten or anything you want to add? Not that I can think of off the top of my head. Really, as adults, we just have to be supportive. Right. We have to be constructive. We have to be okay with, you know, having difficult conversations. Right being aware of what our kids are involved in online, being aware of who they're hanging out with, who they're dating. Um, And they learn a lot, whether you post a lot of, you post a lot of information without realizing it. Well, kids learn a lot from you without you realizing it as well. Um, You know, what's going on in the home, how you're talking to your friends, whoever, you know, your potential partner is, you know, how that relationship is. Kids are going to use that to model. Right. And that's how they learn. Yes. Um, I, I know there's school learning and the book learning and all that, but it's really the experiential learning that, that sticks with a person. Yes. Yeah. 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 Experiences yeah. are worth much more than Definitely. sometimes a textbook. And we want everybody to be healthy. Yes. We want to be healthy yes. um, with our technology. We want to be healthy in relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just want to have everybody be able to be healthy. Yeah. Happy yeah. and healthy relationships with yes. technology, social media, relationships. Everything. All yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, Summer. Thank you. And I want to thank you for joining us. This was an interesting topic. It has lots of information. If you do have some questions or need someone to talk to, the Life Crisis Center has lots of ways for you to reach out. We do have a hotline. The hotline is available 24 hours a day. And that number is 749-HELP. Again, it's 410-749-4357. We are on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Um, There are text to chat. We can do a lot of information if you need to talk with somebody. We also have some other programs. We have a legal department if there's a need for a protective order. We um, have a visitation center as well as we have the CASA program which is court appointed special advocates. So we do a lot and if you ever need anything from us reach out and see if it's something is something that we can do to help you. I also want to thank PAC14 for making this show available. Thank you.